Welcome to Game That Tune, the musical game show featuring songs from your favorite video games. Yep, it's uh, it's game that tune. Everybody, we're back again. Um, Yay! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that awesome, upbeat, chirpy chirp intro. I like it. It's all good. Opening toss up. Anybody know what game that's from? It sounds vaguely Bubble familiar. Bobble. Nope, it is uh, vaguely familiar. That one, low, 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 and la, 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 or whatever. No, nope. made by the guys that made Kirby. That is the octopus I'm dance. Wait, 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 from wait, 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 wait. Oh, well, what? never mind. Go ahead. No, I was gonna I was gonna take a guess, but I guess I don't get a guess. So, yeah, what is it? Well, you said vaguely familiar. I thought that was the game. Uh, <laughs> it's the Octopus <laughs> Dance from uh, Wii, uh, the Wii U launch title Nintendo Land. Yeah, a lot of fun music in that one. So uh, Well, that yeah, was obviously going to be song. my guess. Yeah, exactly. Everybody loves that minigame. Clearly. The one where you dance using two joysticks, it was the best. But, uh... <laughs> Anyway, we're back again. Game that tune, episode eight. It's a supersized free play episode. We're, uh, you know, it's our eighth episode, so we're going eight games deep. Everybody's brought two great ones, and uh, if you are just joining <laughs> us for the first time and don't know how this works, we're gonna listen to three songs from each game. We're gonna have a little bit of trivia before the third song. Try and guess what uh, games the songs are from. Talk about the games a little bit. Goof off and have some fun. So. Uh, oh, and the winner gets to uh, pick the theme for the next show. I almost made it out of there without saying it. Good for me. Good job. <laughs> yeah. You're a real professional. So anyway, yeah, we got a supersized show, man. So, uh, Johnny, let's get right into it.
Okay, that's an awesome way to start the show. I do too. That was a good way to start the show. Thank you. That's the Fast show. Paced. Good night. <laughs> well, no, I'll give a hint and then, you know, show's over. So, um, <laughs> trivia hint for this game. Despite being published by Sega for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, this game has references to multiple Capcom games, including Beautiful Joe, Resident Evil 4, Okami, and most notably, the Devil May Cry series. Interesting.
I got my guess ready. It's not Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I shit. <sighs> Who I would have thought? <laughs> All right, somebody go for it. <laughs> so um john says fucking awesome by sega jesse says project cross zone and john says bayonetta yes with that inflection because i'm not confident in that answer <laughs> um technically both the johns are right because it is an awesome game from sega but it is bayonetta <laughs> oh wow Phew. I think that's more like technically John is right because he's got the most technically correct answer, whereas spiritually... In a way, right. all of us oh, yeah. are right, but in a more in a more accurate way, accurate way. I got that. <laughs> I, you know, I really, uh, you know, it was, I, I didn't really have any ideas until kind of the hint, you know, you said Devil May Cry, and I'm like, well, I was going to say Skullgirls this whole time, because I figured that, you know, Skullgirls was right around the corner for you, because I know that's one of your games. And it sounded like it could be some fighting game music or, like, something that is close to fighting game music. And then you're like, oh, it's got all these references to, you know, these action games and, you know, Devil May Cry. I'm like, that doesn't sound like Skullgirls. You know, fuck. And then I remembered you had been playing Bayonetta recently and you were really excited for her in Smash Brothers. So I I took a venture to guess on that one. I just also realized drawing her Smash Brothers logo, her logo is a moon with a nipple. So, you know. Cool. Simply Moon. I didn't yeah, realize exactly. the, there's so many Capcom references in that game. There are a ton of them. Because it's, I yeah, mean, it's made from cool. like a bunch of the people that used to work for Clover. So like oh, all okay. of the Clover games that Capcom published. Mm. But um. No, I was just gonna say I, I wasn't aware of there being any references. Just you said Devil May Cry, and I was like, yeah, you know, Bayonetta is like female Devil May Cry basically, except she's a witch, not a demon hunter, but like. Those games are very similar, as far as I can tell. Well, there's there are different mechanics, and, you know, she doesn't wear a red coat, so it's totally different. It's, it's completely different. <laughs> she also but, uh, doesn't have a sword. Actually, you can't get hair. a sword. Oh, a hair sword? you see that you can just level up to a certain level, and then you uh, get access to... The hair sword, which is made of her hair, and she can use it whenever she has enough spirit power. And, and Comic so book guy, everybody. As the only guy that wears glasses here, I'm offended by your little glasses push that you did. I was going to say, none of us have glasses to push up except Johnny, and he doesn't know anything about these games. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I use Linux. <laughs> There's a penguin. <laughs> they made a Linux reference in the game. <laughs> Did they? No. <laughs> of course they didn't. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've just been playing that game a lot recently, and I really enjoy it, and I really like the music in it. Because yeah. a lot of like a lot of action games tend to have like hard rock or heavy metal, and I can't remember an action game that has like piano music or a cover of Fly Me to the Moon. <laughs> so like, pretty cool. I kind of love it. Like I said, I was you know leaning Skullgirls just because of like the kind of piano ness of it. I you know again this is you know going in Skullgirls blind. I haven't you know really uh, played that game at all, but it sounded like it could be kind of that jazzy spirit they got going for that. And then you know, uh, it, I'm glad the uh, Bayonetta has that too because I really just going on the look and the feel of the game. I figured it was kind of one of those heavy metal action games too, especially because it's also made by Platinum. 
I mean, you know, they kind of do heavy metal even when games don't call for heavy metal. So, yeah, cool. I'm glad, uh, you know, glad they mixed it up a little bit. Because I bet beating up a bunch of demons or whatever you're doing to a bunch of, you know, awesome piano music uh, kind of keeps you keeps you a little more engaged for the yeah, for the non-metal crowd. It's it's definitely <laughs> different, which is the best way to describe that game. Period. It's definitely yeah. different, but damn, is it awesome! Exactly. And then I'd be remiss if we didn't mention Bayonetta and Smash Brothers while we're talking about Bayonetta. You know, I've downloaded the character. I don't like her. Uh, I get my ass kicked by her every time I play it online, and I haven't quite figured out how to use that character properly, and I don't know that I'm going to, because I just love Pac-Man too much. I'm going to stick with my guy. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that, David? Have you been uh, still playing some Smash? I have been, um, and I do enjoy her in Smash. The The only thing that I dislike about her is um, her final Smash is like a perfect encapsulation of the game, and it works exactly how it works in the game. But in Smash Brothers, it's very difficult to use, which mm. kind of sucks. It's like, oh, this is such yeah. a great reference. Oh, it's hard. Damn. <laughs> I've never actually uh, been able to pull that off. I've seen it done, and it's just fucking, you know, loud and all over the place. And there's, you know, dragons screaming right in your face. And it's uh, it's intense. But, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's an interesting character. You know, like you said, different would be the best word for it. <laughs> we have a user in the chat that says she looks like Sarah Palin. She does. I don't. I haven't played the game, so I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just reading the chat. Well, I don't know that she necessarily looks like Sarah Palin, but she has that same enough. kind of like naughty, sexy library look. True. Ah. If Sarah Palin dressed like Bayonetta, I might have voted differently in the last election. That's all I'm saying. Did you ever yeah. see the uh, Who's Nailing Palin movie? <laughs> uh, yes. Which one? Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Am I American? <laughs> I prefer the uh, I prefer the Democratic version. Who's riding Biden? Oh. <laughs> is that real? No, it's not. Aww, <laughs> I bet it is. I bet somebody thought it. It'd be great though, because if they made it, it would obviously have to star Joe Biden himself, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a stand-in, just you know, Joe Biden porno. <laughs> Actual Joe Biden. <laughs> exactly. And then a bunch of stand in Michelle Obama's and Sarah Palin's. Party. And, uh, did they shoot this while he was still in office? They did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they really used his real office. Uh. <laughs> I'd like to remind anyway. everyone as we're talking about sexy fantasies with Joe Biden, this is not the Parks and Recreation podcast. That's a separate oh, podcast. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, man, that's going to be a while before we get to Joe Biden on the podcast. Oh my God, guys. But, yeah. We've started referencing other podcasts. Dude, we're, oh, we're, yes. be, we're becoming a true podcast network. Finally. <laughs> sniff, oh, sniff, tear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, moving on to the next game.
groovy. Very. So the trivia for this game is that it was created with the express intent of starting a toy franchise, which was a first. So like, you know, Ninja Turtles came out with video games based on the toys and comics. This was the game that was going to start everything else. And elements of this game are a satire of other platforming games. guys have uh, any ideas oh <laughs> do i <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> i can tell time, you i think i picked um, a hard one i can tell you what console it's on all right i think is it a sega genesis game i have kind of sega cd <laughs> yes kind of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I need to toss my guess. Yeah, no. And I need to go to an old stand. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote mine in permanent marker, so I can't toss it out. And I know it's wrong. I wrote Lego City Undercover. Because nope, if, if those games right. weren't made to sell Legos, then what were they made for? <laughs> David pulled out his Riddler the video game card. Perfect. It is not that. I'm going to go with a Sega Saturn. Or not Sega Saturn game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just said Sega CD. <laughs> a Sega CD game. This was my original guess. Sewer Shark. <laughs> it is not Sewer Shark. Damn. It is Earthworm Jim. What? The Sega oh, CD that's... edition. Oh what? my god. Yes. 
I forgot there was a Sega So Super when you said Groovy, it was a hint. That you was a hint, yes. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. You clever bastard. Uh, I would have rather you left it at that hint and then not said anything else. <laughs> you know, this your fucking, is Groovy. Your trivia confused the shit out of me. That's Tommy Tallarico, guys. That was. I was about to say that because I wrote that. For the first time ever, I looked up the composers too. Yeah. Tommy Tallarico. Awesome. He also you worked are on, on point tonight. He also worked on the Cool Spot games yep. <laughs> and uh, the 2000 Spider Man game. Whatever that he, is. Yeah. Didn't he also do How to Color a Dinosaur? He did How to Color a Dinosaur. <laughs> how, how did you know? I that? always remember that he worked on that because it's How to Color a Dinosaur. <laughs> Like, who cares about that, that game? That's a game? <laughs> it, it's an NES coloring book game. Awesome. He, he's helped dinosaur. bring uh, video game music to, like, more... It's, like, garner more respect. Like, he started this thing called Video Games Live. Which oh, is yes. basically, he, you know, got a bunch of people to play, like, Final Fantasy music and whatnot. And, like, people were like, you can't sell out of know an arena with that kind of act and he's like <laughs> well if we don't then we won't do it anymore but if we do then guess what and of course they sold out and, and people were like wow i can't believe this video game music people like it don't know why yeah, yeah if only somebody had gotten out in front of that like he did yeah. but uh huh well yeah i you know there are a number of things that i didn't know about this like the fact that earthworm gym was apparently created just to sell toys Yep. Well, you know, that's news to me because I own all, I own the first two Earthworm Jim games and I never owned a fucking toy. No, yeah, <laughs> no, the toy concept I don't think really panned out, but they did, it did start a franchise, right? Because they had the TV show. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, couple of games <laughs> and the N64 <laughs> game, and that was that. Uh, There's a Game Boy Color game too. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine a new Earthworm Jim? Oh, I heard fun fact. I want a fun I was fact. Gonna say, does anybody know who voiced Earthworm Jim in the cartoon? I do not. Probably Dan Castellaneta. It was Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, why wouldn't it be? He, you know, that's uh, he voices everything. Yeah, everything, everything kind of doofy. He'll do Homer. He'll do you know the you know the non Robin Williams genie. Of course, he's Earthworm Jim. <laughs> He'll voice he's the grandpa rough. in um, Hey Arnold. He will, yeah. Yeah, the guy with, yeah. <laughs> uh, classic. Which is Matt Groening's brother's creation, isn't it? Uh, actually, I know about this. Craig Bartlett is Matt Groening's brother-in-law. He married yeah. Matt Groening's sister, Lisa. That's right. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, fun fact for all you uh, animation heads out there. Um, yeah, the so animation the world of... is apparently very small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's full of nepotism. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the the satirey part of Arthur Jim is uh, the fact that they have like he's trying to save a princess named Princess What's Her Name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That uh that element doesn't age particularly well now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh and, and then like the whole game is just kind of bonkers because. The only games that studio had been doing before were like the Seven Up Cool Spot games, yeah. where they had to work with a you know branding team and have all these limits. So when they did their own game, they're like, "All right, we're gonna like fucking launch cows." And, yeah, they're gonna go you know. fucking completely off the wall and swarming with magic robots. Yeah, um, I mean, was there any big difference between the Sega CD version of the game and like the SNES version? I assume it probably had better graphics or better the music, music, obviously. Was better. 
Yeah. Uh, better music. There's a new level, and there's more frames of animation. Cool. Um, and there's some new endings. So if you beat the game on the practice difficulty, the creator of Earthworm Jim, like all you get is a, a screen, and you hear him tell you fake made-up facts about worms. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you beat it on like the hard difficulty, he's like, I couldn't do this. You must have cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I loved her from Jim on the SNES because even back then they were fucking kind of making fun of you for you know different things. Did anybody ever you know like play that one? They had you know codes you could put in for like unlimited ammo and you know like music tests and all this stuff. And then they just had one that was the wrong code, and it just <laughs> brought you to like a screen of like five of the developers smiling. And it's like you put in the wrong code, <laughs> and like <laughs> the game ends. Like you can't do anything from there. <laughs> Like, you just have to reset it. Like, I love shit like that. I love the instant So funny. Stuff. Yeah. Like, that was good, but you Wasn't put in the wrong also, code. Wasn't there also, like, a boss fight? Wasn't there a boss fight against um, a killer goldfish, and all you had to do was just knock over its Oh, brain? yeah, that that was fucking classic, at least in the SNS version. You fucking approach it, and, like, the thing comes up, and it puts the Mortal Kombat letters up there, like, fight, 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 and then you just fucking eat it and walk away. Like, <laughs> level over. <laughs> Uh, God, Earthworm Jim, man, that was just the, it's one of the most 90s, like, cartoonish oh, games yeah. of all time. I, I fucking love it. You know, every, you know, yeah, I should go back and play that. Yeah, it's like, it's like the video game that's a backlash against the video games. Like. Yeah, exactly. Here, you know, it's, it's almost, it's like a, it's like the Ren and Stimpy almost of video games. It's like, here's just a bunch of weird off the wall, semi-grotesque shit. Like, you love it because you're a child. But, like, your parents are going to hate this. <laughs> They're going to walk in and see you bungee jumping next to a guy who's, you know, a militar- like a militarized piece of snot. And, you know, they're going to really question why they bought you this game. <laughs> this is the game that your mom's going to walk out of the blockbuster and your dad's going to hold you back and read it for you and say, don't tell mom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite as objectionable to 90s parents as something like Mortal Kombat, but on a whole different level of gross you out. <laughs> uh, so, cool, the nice. Chat uh, says that Earthworm Jim was on that shitty Clay Fighter game on N64. Yes, what? he was. <laughs> he, was cut? Uh, he was a clay. He was a secret, char- uh, secret character on the Sculptor's Cut. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I was uh, I was researching the music from Clay Fighter for a fighting games episode, and I was glad I didn't use it because the music fucking sucks. <laughs> but uh, apparently, the Clay Fighter cartridges are like some of the most rare Nintendo sixty four games now. Despite yeah. the fact they suck, they're apparently valuable. I'm like, Very you got to be kidding me, man! Like, Clay Clutch Fighter was care. never good. <laughs> Collectors don't care if the game is good. They no, just... <laughs> it's all about rarity. Yeah. Ugh, I don't. I thought for a while it was actually tied to the goodness of the game, but then I read like you know, Clay Fighter sixty three and a third is in high demand. I'm like, N- no, it's not. That's a joke, right? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> no, it's hella <laughs> expensive. It is not in demand by those that grew up with it. No, it's not in demand by people that play video games. Like, ugh, fuck. Anyway, yeah. It's like, hey, you lived in the Great Depression. You remember not having money? Yeah, you remember you the, do that again? Remember like, Dust Bowl? Like. Like, you yeah. Want this game? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, exactly. Real charming if you didn't actually play it. <laughs> uh, well, good game, Johnny. Let's uh, let's keep it going.
Was that it? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. There was still time left. Awesome. But it ended. Oops. <laughs> Next song. <laughs> remember why we choose a theme for the shows (laughs) (laughs) what awesome i love free play (laughs) um so who's got trivia for this according to aram jabari assistant manager of public relations and sales uh this game's m rating in the united states is due to cultural differences between Japan and the United States of America. Hit it! Sweet.
All right. right. I got my card ready to go here. I have my guess. <laughs> the drawing of a dick. <laughs> no, it's not a drawing of a dick. Uh, John Regan says, Jet Set Radio Future. <laughs> uh, I'm on five David Fleming answer. said, Catherine. Oh, that's probably John a good answer. Harrington I just wrote Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2. <laughs> <laughs> but David Fleming is the closest, but it is Persona 3. Ooh. Oh. And, um... I was never going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine is like a spin-off of the Persona series. Right. So he's it's kind like of some sexy, sexy puzzle game or something. Yeah, it's oh, that game is so good. But Persona 3 is really fun. It's a, a weird JRPG where you like, there's this high school kid and you're going to high school and you're meeting these girls and these guys and going to the mall and stuff. But then at night... You go into this big tower and you can summon demons to fight things, and you have to figure out why there's all these crazy murders going around and stuff. And hmm. It's it's a it's a really sweet RPG. The sweet. Persona games are really neat. Yeah, is it part of the Shin Megami series? Yeah, it's like a a spinoff thing of the Shin Megami. Because yeah, I was just looking up and said Shin Megami Tensei colon Persona Three. I'm like, wait, 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 no, that's yeah. huh? Because I've heard of both of those separately, I didn't realize they were. Uh connected yep awesome any any kind of like there's like this particular art style that the Shin Megami games share and all the demons are pretty much the same in each game and stuff it's it's pretty cool and they have some really weird visuals and they all take place with like high school students (laughs) the Persona games well the Persona 2 was a uh, you're like a detective or something and then Persona 3 and 4 were high school kids. Hmm. And I think 5 is going to be high school also. Sweet. Huh. But, well, yeah, I, you know, I definitely miss these games. Uh, Persona 3 was what, PS2 or? Yeah, PS2. And then there was a remake on, uh, I think, PSP. And mm. possibly on Vita. I'm not sure. Probably. Seems like a Vita kind of thing. Yeah. Like anybody owns a Vita. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, shit. I wish I uh, wish I had played more of these. I, you know, I keep wanting to get into the Shin Megami series just because they they keep releasing things like that for uh, 3ds, yeah. and they look intriguing. And now they're gonna like cross over with Fire Emblem, so it's like okay, well, clearly people like this, so uh, I should probably at least try jumping on board. Well, Persona yeah. Five is supposed to come out this year for PlayStation Four, so you could jump on then. Perfect. You know, yeah, I need a. I need a good RPG from a PS4. I haven't, I haven't had a real traditional RPG in a long time. Yeah, yeah actually, I'll... I say that with embarrassment as I look at my shelf and see my unplayed copy of Nino Kuni. Oh, that hmm. game's so good. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so like oh, look at that. How could you know it is if you haven't played it? Because it's made by Studio Ghibli, and it's got to yeah. be good. <laughs> and level five, level five does good RPGs. Yeah, so, so just kind of looking at that like. I say I haven't played an RPG in a while, and I realize it's my own fault. <laughs> but, cool. And this voice comes from the cabinet. Play me. Yeah, exactly. What about me? <laughs> okay, Mr. Drippy. Uh, yeah. So, I'm guessing, uh, I don't know, you know. What else, uh, what else about Persona? Just, uh, uh good JRPGs? And, yeah. you know, look forward to the next one? Yeah, because I can't really bust out my PS2 anymore. That thing makes too much noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Good, uh, good tunes. You know, I realize now. Uh, apparently, when given a choice of no theme, 
we're all going to pick weird lyrical songs. That's a, that's a hint of what's coming around the corner. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Be, Good to just, know. Yeah, just getting our Japanese out of our system. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be the theme being no theme. It's going to lead to there being a theme by the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, Johnny, let's keep going. Hit it. Wow, that's fucking uncanny. I tell you there's going to be a lyrical theme, and then what happens? Oh, jeez. Hey, <laughs> it's almost it like it's you good. knew what was coming.
Sweet. I did not remember. Uh, did not remember leaving that so long, but I love it. Love it. I love it. So anyway, uh, trivia for this game. Uh, this game was initially developed to be an open world game taking place between two other entries in the main series. Due to unclear direction on the part of the series designer, however, the game was turned over to a new studio to be completed. The final game's story, setting, and cutscenes were still supervised by the series' original designer. Sweet. Three question marks and what appears to be an ejaculating spaceship. Uh, Jesse guesses Red Faction Gorilla. And David, he gets it. Oh. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Fuck! Yes! I forgot about Wait, that. Wait, I got that right? You did get it right, man. Uh, I had faith yes. that somebody would get that right. Uh, you because know, I clearly, you... obviously, I knew. Yeah, exactly. You're a big Raiden fan. I can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Jesse, have you played? Uh, have you played Revengeance? No, I need to. God Dude, I'll lend you my copy because that game is, I you know, I think it's pretty fucking dope. It's just you know, obviously a huge departure from the Metal Gear series. You're yeah. just playing as Raiden, slashing up a bunch of fucking cyborgs. 
you know, running all over the place, just, you know, and it's just platinum games to the fucking extreme. You know, apparently, you know, tying in with the trivia, apparently Kojima really didn't define what he wanted for this game. He, uh, just, like, they, they released, like, teaser stuff for it. I don't know if anybody saw this back uh, several years ago, but they released a website with just a bunch of pictures of things being cut. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah, nobody that. knew what that meant. And apparently all Kojima said was, yeah, we're going to make a game with Raiden, and he can cut anything. <laughs> and I wanted to be open world, and people were like, well, you can't make an open world game in which he can cut anything, because then you can't have boundaries to the game. And he's like, no, I don't want to hear it. We're making a game where he can cut anything. And then, and then he lost his ability to make the series and decided to give it a Platinum Games. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it was uh, kind of funny. And the game they ended up making was fucking awesome. And you could still cut a lot of things. You couldn't cut anything. Yeah. But, you know, you could just but run around those environments, like, cutting bridges down and shit. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, it was just so fucking over the top. I mean, literally, the introductory, like, mission, you're, like one-on-one with a fucking Metal Gear Ray from Metal Gear Solid 2, and you, like, cut it in half and slam it on the ground and take it out by yourself. It's like, alright, yep, this game, it's, uh, they're cranking this it up to 11. <laughs> this is a good start. Remember that thing you were fighting in, you know, Metal Gear Solid 2? You just beat one with your hands. Like, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then, I don't know, the game's a lot of fun. The, the bosses are all, you know, pretty cool. It's just riding as a cyborg, fighting a bunch of other evil cyborgs. And uh, all the music that I used for this episode was, uh, you know, different boss themes. And the music always uh, stood out in the game because it's instrumental for pretty much the entirety of the fight. But then when you start basically winning the fight, the vocals start kicking in. That's and cool. So, yeah, so I'm sitting there, and you know, you're jamming on that, and like you fucking stab a guy in the chest, and then it's like, a Red Sun! And I'm like, oh my god, this is just inside my brain. <laughs> like, you got me, game. You know what I like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, kind of a, you know, kind of a difficult game to master, but, uh, but one I kind of like to go back and play every now and then. Because it's actually a Metal Gear game you can play in, like, short bursts. It's like, you know, yeah. levels, you know. It's like, okay, cool, I'll play that level, turn it off. You don't get bogged down in too many cutscenes. You know, it's uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, and before I move on, uh, composer for this game, Jamie Christofferson, and songs written by Jamie Christofferson and Logan Mater, and a bunch of other people that perform the music and the vocals. You know, great job on this game, but, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a really fun game, and it's just metal as fuck, and just over the top in every Platinum Games-y possible way. So, if you get a chance, just check it out, because, you know, got a lot of cyborgs and blood. That's actually the message of those songs, it's just about blood and cyborgs. That's all you need. So, are we moving on then, Jenny? I believe we are.
Man, I have a pretty good idea what series. Yeah, it's picking the one in the series. That's hard. <laughs> it's just a question of which one. Yeah. Definitely um, a Star Fox. Th- this will. <laughs> <laughs> this will. <laughs> <sighs> Trivia hints. Uh, th- this. This will probably help narrow it down. Uh, This game was developed so late into the NES life cycle that the original publisher didn't intend to release it in Japan, so Nintendo published it in North America. Hmm. Huh, interesting. That does narrow it down. Gentlemen, let's see those guesses. I'm giving you three characters. It's not a guess if I have it right. So, uh, John Regan says Mega Man 6, Jesse Moore says Mega Man 6, and John Harrington says MM6, which I believe is an abbreviation for Mega Man 6. Yeah, actually, I was thinking Maniac that Mansion 6, but Mega yeah. Man 6 is also a good answer. <laughs> I, was, I thought it meant M&M's the video game 6. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Big Hero Six, but with M and M's in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, you know, I um, you know I knew it was Mega Man, obviously, and then the hint put it way over the top. But if you had just left off the hint and played that last song, that's Tomahawk Man, and I fucking love that song. Like, <laughs> uh, that's probably one of my three favorite Mega Man songs ever. Yeah, that one is an all-time classic. I it's love really me some Tomahawk Man. Uh, did anybody ever listen to? They released like a cap, like a Mega Man 20th anniversary CD where they did a bunch of rock remixes of uh, songs throughout the series. Oh yeah, Cause, yeah, because the Tomahawk I've Man fucking rocks on that. I might just add that I in a post. Find that. Who did I'll that? add that in a post as like the uh, the outro for the show because that song's fucking dope. Who did that one? The uh, what the CD the remix or the, the cover of the. Uh... I don't know. It's it just uh, the the CD was by Capcom Sound Team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really good. The whole CD was really good. But Tomahawk Man was like a standout. That and Shadow Man. Um, but yeah, Mega Man Six. Although... Um, I didn't realize that. Uh, I knew it was the last one, and I knew it was late in the NES life cycle. How late did it come out? Like ninety three. Yeah, I think ninety three. Sheesh. I had moved on to Secret of Mana by then. Come on. You know, <laughs> yeah, I actually, I own is... Mega Man 6. I remember buying that on clearance from a Toys R Us. Nice. Yep. Nice. 
That's the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember whenever that one came out. I mean, you know, Mega Man Five. I, you know, kind of an unpopular opinion. I really like Mega Man Five a lot. It's almost my favorite Mega Man game. And then I remember whenever Mega Man Six came out. You know, I didn't have my NES anymore, and I was kind of disappointed by it because the cover artwork for it made it look really fucking dope. Mega Man's got a jetpack on people. Like, hello. <laughs> They gave him a jetpack. Oh wait, I have Mega Man X. I don't mind anymore. That's all good. <laughs> but I yeah. was, yeah, I was when I was looking for trivia because I, I had wanted to say that two of the the boss characters were designed by people from North America, not Japan. But I figured Ooh. that would give it away. Um, yeah. Which, incidentally, those two characters were Nightman and Windman, which were the first two songs played. Hey. Uh, um, but as I was reading, I was like, well, I can't use that. What other trivia is there? And I saw that Capcom didn't even want to publish it in Japan, so Nintendo picked it up basically because they knew that they had run that contest. It's like, what happens if somebody from North America wins and then they can't actually play the game? That, we better make sure we release this game in North America. That would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, des- you know, design a robot master. Yeah, these robot masters ain't no good. <laughs> I remember uh, I drew some robot masters and sent them in, and they were really shitty. Yeah, me and my buddy Galen, man, we we designed Jetman, and uh, you know we sucked at art, but we definitely tried to uh, tried to submit, and uh, they didn't take it. Yeah, that's the end of my story. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, trying to remember like things that are actually memorable about Mega Man 6. I remember there was the frustrating thing where they had the like imposter bosses like if you went the wrong way in a level which that's a fucking shitty mechanic to add to a game. <laughs> like, you know. Well, they had, oh, the, you may- they had t- the branching paths and if you went down the right way you could get the letters for beat. And you could get beat. Ah, okay. So, see, I didn't pick up on that as a kid. If you didn't spell beat you would obviously go on the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I never picked wait, up on you that as a kid at all. Spell in Mega Man? Fuck that game. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. I don't want to learn nothing. I just want to shoot robots in the face. Exactly. That's what I loved about uh, Mega Man 5. They just had you throughout the game spell out Mega Man V, and then you unlocked uh, Beat. And you could just call him in and he would you know, kill stuff for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, the things they came up with for Mega Man games after Mega Man 3. You know, change the series and. Good ways. <laughs> Six, they gave him a jetpack. It gave him a jetpack and it gave him the fucking big fists, right? You know, like yeah, the, the like power sock and boppers. You could like punch through walls. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sock and bopper Mega Man just walking around, just, you know, instead of shooting shit, you're just going to punch it real hard in the face. Well, Take that. <laughs> you little met. <laughs> we, we need a Mega Man beat him up. Dude, I'd play the fuck out of that. How's that not happen? (laughs) Mega Man Warriors. (laughs) Done. Mega Man Final Fight. Come on, Capcom. Oh, dude. Mega Man Cross Final Fight Warriors, where you can just be Mega Man or Hagar or Cody or Proto Man just beating up hordes and hordes of criminals slash robots. (laughs) Capcom, get off your ass. (laughs) Oh, man. Every single enemy is just a robot criminal. Yeah, exactly. And there's just rotisserie chicken everywhere. <laughs> uh, you know, make this happen. I think we need to start uh, a I did petition. Mention, no, I just did want to mention uh, the composer was Yuko Takehara, who also worked on Mega Man X, Street Fighter Alpha, and the first Marvel vs. Capcom. 
Nice. I don't have a hello Capcom. Capcom keeping their teams together in terms of the uh, the music. You know, good move because it's almost like they knew they were making really good music. Mm. You know, yeah. (laughs) Who'd have thought? But yeah, good uh, good times. Mega Man Six. So, Johnny, cue it up. What do we got? Good. Real headbanger. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very different change of mood. <laughs> yeah. I like it though. Sweet. <laughs>
Sweet. Yeah. All right. Uh, this game is the franchise's first MMORPG. Um, it was also the first cross-console MMORPG available for Windows, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, and Steam. And since its release in 2002, it's become the most financially successful title in this series. Hmm. In this series. What was the year on that? 2002. Okay, cool. Stop Googling it. No. <laughs> Just want to place it, that's all.
That was gorgeous. Yeah, it's Damn, fucking I lovely. Music. <laughs> Just shit. I haven't even played this game, and it's hit me right in the feels. Yeah. yeah. Some you know majestic shit. Um. Everybody ready? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. John Regan, Final Fantasy XI. Uh, David <laughs> Fleming, the MMO Final Fantasy, because that's what it was called. And John Harrington was <laughs> Final Fantasy XI. And uh, everyone's pretty much right. Like, well, actually, David, there was two MMO Final Fantasies. So. Boom. <laughs> See, if you had said a MMO Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, but the is definitive. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I was kind of close with Catherine. I'm kind of close with the MMO Final Fantasy. This is the show where I'm just not quite there, but I'm on the right track. In the ballpark. (laughs) I'm going to put you down with a question mark. Uh, Yeah, man, Final Fantasy. So uh, I never uh, got into Final Fantasy XI just because, I don't know, I, I never really got into MMOs in general, uh, yeah. especially since that one, well, one, I, I never got into PC gaming, so that was out Well, the I window. played this on the PlayStation 2. And that's the other thing. I just, you know, my couple of experience that I had playing uh, any kind of online game on the PS2, which pretty much boiled down to, like, Tony Hawk's Underground, uh, didn't go well. <laughs> so I kind of uh, dropped that real fast. <laughs> Well, they did this thing where they they messed, they made the connection constantly 56k. So even if like someone was using like a higher internet, it wouldn't be that high. And basically, ah. it made it so people with bad internet could still play with people with good internet. Well, that's cool. And so I played this game for like two years. I was gonna say, fuck it. I wish somebody had told me that. <laughs> yeah, I. I remember I got to a point where my PlayStation 2 wouldn't read discs anymore. Yep. But since this game was on the hard drive, basically it was just my Final Fantasy box. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got to keep that uh, thing around for an extra couple of years. <laughs> it's supposed to be, uh, I think they call it sunsetting. I think it's going to be sunsetting pretty soon. So that's going to be sad. Uh, wait, th- so there's still servers online for this? Yeah. That's awesome. In fact, this month, I think, is the last uh, month of PlayStation 2 servers. So, hmm. Cool. Well, that's, uh, uh, that's impressive. I'm glad they've supported it for this long. I mean, I wonder if these game companies knew what they were getting into in terms of, like, making good online games back in the day. Like, yeah. oh, shit, we're going to have to keep this going for a while. Because <laughs> like, there's know. some that just don't make it, you know. Right. Yeah. I can only imagine, like, if you secretly love just an awful game, then they shut down yeah. the server. How devastating that is! Like, I mean, that's wait, happened. To, I like, still play Tony Hawk's Underground. <laughs> even <sighs> good games, like they shut City of Heroes down, and that game was awesome. And, and I still sometimes I just sit back and I'm like, I wish I could play City of Heroes, and I can't. You know, there's yeah, no way. Go go into my city full of heroes. Yeah, like my, my hero Thunder Torrent. Oh, he was the best. <laughs> Storm nice. Defender, oh. electric powers. Uh, so Final Fantasy XI. Uh, I mean, yeah, that game was my jam. Like I, the thing it was so different. Like it wasn't your typical like wow. Like it felt like a Final Fantasy game, but with other people online and stuff. And 
there was a real emphasis on party play. Like you, once you got to like level twelve, you couldn't solo shit. You know, Sweet. you better just you know, you better make friends quick. You know, hmm. That's and cool. uh, it was real. Like the community was really good. Um, I mean, of course there were assholes, but there's assholes everywhere. You just gotta, you know, it seemed yeah. like there wasn't as many, or they weren't like the worst kind of assholes. So you know. Yeah, how much of an asshole can you be if you're really playing Final Fantasy XI? Like, you know, yeah. kind of an asshole, but you're also, like, a dork asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, dork assholes can be pretty asshole Oh, they can be gaping assholes, but, yeah. you know, still. Uh. <laughs> and, and, of course, really great music. Like, I've listened to those particular songs. Uh, like, the second song, I've been in that town so many times waiting for that stupid boat. And I remember when I fought the first time I got to ride on that boat, a fucking Kraken killed me. What? And yeah. Like, uh, no, it was called a Seahorse, but it looked like a Kraken. <laughs> and I was out was on the front, on the, on the top. <laughs> and the, one of my friends who was taking me on the boat for the first time, he's like, uh, sometimes the boat gets attacked by pirates. And I was like, what? And <laughs> oh, so all okay. of a sudden, skeletons started popping up. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I ran down below. And this fucking Kraken followed me down there. And I turned around. And he hit me for, like, 7,000 damage. And Jesus. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I didn't know this boat was going to be a death venture. It's funny, and, uh, like... In my mind, I always think, like, you know, the Final Fantasy games themselves are, like, random, but, like, you know, you're kind of in control. Like, you can you can take a breather and, like, yeah. catch yourself for a minute. You can, you know, pause it, go get a glass of water, whatever. You know, you can save right before a big battle. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess the randomness exists even in the MMO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's... it just shows up and fucks <laughs> you up. Yeah. That game, because you could level down in that game, too. Oh, shit. Like, whenever you died, the death penalty was you lost experience. And here's, okay, here's number one worst case scenario that's happened to me and millions <laughs> of people that have played this game. Okay, you just hit level 30, and you're like, okay... I'm going to upgrade all my gear, and that's expensive as fuck, so you have to sell all the stuff you used to have. You go to that stupid place where you're supposed to farm goblins, and some asshole pulls too many goblins, so the whole party wipes, and you level down, and you're level 29 again, and all your level 29 gear you just sold. So you have nothing. So you have to tell your party, uh, guys, can I just, like, sit here and, and you know do nothing for a few fights can and... i borrow some of your stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much anybody got a sword i can use yeah or <laughs> see <laughs> i the phoenix down i know this i know this isn't the case but in my mind i'm imagining like in the actual like world of the game and everything and then all of a sudden you know the the fight wipes everybody out you just finish selling off all your gear so the next fight it's like three armored people one mage and then there's just a guy with like a barrel and straps on like Hey guys! <laughs> Essentially, it's just boxer shorts or bikini, awesome. boxer shorts yeah. or a bathing suit. You know, that's oh, fucking great. <laughs> Everyone else yeah. is in armor, and you're like, I promise I'll help in a few minutes, guys. <laughs> just like sitting on a rock to the side, like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Don't, don't leave me. Yeah. So. That sounds fucking devastating, but yeah, but funny well, too. You know, don't die. Yeah. You know. Hopefully, if they do uh, take that <laughs> offline, then they replace it with a working version of uh, whatever the 
current Final Fantasy MMO is. Is that 14? Yeah, 14? 14's been uh, going on for a while, and apparently it's really great. I played it a little bit. I like it. I just oh, okay, cool. Don't have yeah. I, to... For some reason, I just I had heard that it's it was kind of broken, but I don't know. Haven't verified for myself. Might have when, to sometime. When it first came when it first came out, it was broken as fuck. They ah. like gave people like a year of free time, and then they like shut it down for a few months. And then they, like, fixed everything and made it into a brand new game that's really good and said, okay, this is for real now. <laughs> Here you go. Well, good. You know, hopefully that stays online for another 14 years, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by, by 2030, people are sad that the sun's going down on Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, awesome, man. Great music. You know, uh, is it, is it Omatsu? Really nice. or, uh... I, I think it's a bunch of different people. Cool. Still, uh, still really good stuff. I like, uh, yeah. I like the instruments. I like the, I like the tunes. So, Johnny, shall we uh, keep it going? We shall. sweet it is sweet so the trivia for this game is something like 80 percent or so of the music was completely redone for the north american release the japanese and european version have a soundtrack and the north american has a like almost entirely different soundtrack all right is this the north american one yes 
It's a fun uh, found soundtrack. Yeah. I enjoy it. I don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) I got a guess. Shall we guess, then? Yeah, you should guess. Yes, guesses guesses are... Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. David says, Sonic CD. Just so you don't have to put anything up yet. That's the answer. That's the the right answer. Space Shell 5 Part 2. And Jesse (laughs) says... I feel like Jesse's just going to write something... What is that? Is that smell lines? <laughs> it's that, John Stinks. Is that is that me stinking? I think it's me stinking. <laughs> it's I don't. David gets it. It was Sonic CD. Oh nice wow! Nice job, David. Shit. Yeah. The only way that I knew that is I knew that the um, the Japanese version and the English version had different like main titles. So I just took a guess. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. The Japanese title is so like ridiculous and over the top and fucking badass, but cheesy as hell. Yeah, they say "Toot Toot Sonic Warrior," and now we can have that. That sounds awesome. Toot Toot Sonic Warrior, Toot Toot Sonic Warrior. That doesn't translate well in America. No, it does not. Wait a minute, in America, we can't have kids singing about tooting. Exactly. Change it, all, change it now. <laughs> I had a whole internal debate about like if I should do the Japanese soundtrack or U.S. soundtrack. For the record, uh, you should always do the U.S. soundtrack. This is America. <laughs> Nothing against Japan, but uh, you know it's an unstated rule that we don't do Japanese stuff. But unless see, we thing- have a specific ep- like a theme. Yeah, unless we have a Japanese-only import show, in which case, uh, you know, yeah, go nuts. But uh, I don't want to start guessing well, games that I've never, ever fucking heard of, well, let alone be able to pronounce. <laughs> 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 uh, so, well, the thing about Sonic CD was they did a, a re-release on, like, everything ever back in 2011 where you could choose between the Japanese or U.S. soundtrack. Oh, so I was okay. like, well, they've had kind of an opportunity, except I know they probably haven't done it. So. You know, for that, you know, for that, I would have given it to you. But yeah, no, no, no. Skip, <laughs> skip any Japan-only stuff. Let's keep it, keep it stateside just for sake of our brains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Sonic CD, awesome. Um, yeah, it was. Just, uh, it's developed- your Sega CD episode. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. My personal theme is Sega CD this week. Good call. <laughs> the theme of my heart. <laughs> uh, exactly. My heart is just a Sega CD machine, lonely and forgotten. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, there's a lot of people that claim that Sonic CD is like their favorite. You know, Sonic game, and I always want to call bullshit. Yeah, nobody, nobody played Sonic <laughs> CD. Like, you know, nobody had a Sega CD. Exactly. <laughs> get out of here. I want to get a Sega CD so bad. I have one, and it's pretty sweet because you can just download the games and burn them, or legally buy them. Yes, yes. Check yeah, yourself, it, man. <laughs> what is wrong with you? How dare you advocate uh, piracy? Like yeah. those expensive copies of Sculptor's Cut. <laughs> I feel like somebody I knew had a Sega CD, but I couldn't tell you who it was or if I ever went over to their house and played it. I had but an uncle that had it. John, obviously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, my uncle uh, that worked at Sega. <laughs> right, exactly. My, my uncle Sega. <laughs> uh, we just called him Uncle Sega, and he had all the games. <laughs> uh, rich Uncle Sega. Callback. You know, he was he was the one who got Michael Jackson to do the music for Sonic Three. <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know, no comment on the involvement of the diddling. Anyway, so, the composers, to diddle. the composers for this game. While I'm thinking about it. Uh, we have a lot, so the, because they didn't do, they didn't redo the whole soundtrack. They just redid like most of it. Uh-huh. So the Japanese composers are, um, let's see here, Nefumi Hataya. And Masafumi Ogata, and they did the uh, Sonic 2 for Game Gear and Master System soundtrack. Oh. And then, let's see, the U.S. Uh, composers are um, Spencer Nilsson, Spencer Nilsson, David Young, and Mark Crew. Oh. And uh, they did mostly Sega CD music. They did Echo the Tides of Time oh, and uh, <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man vs. Kingpin. So I also have a Spider-Man theme going on this week. Yeah, you really uh, who work on Spider-Man games. <laughs> bringing it all together. I uh, I have the shit locked up this week for once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't ask you for a theme, and you brought one anyway. <laughs> well played, sir. Above and beyond. <laughs> they don't uh, want me to have a theme. I'll show them. Exactly. I'm gonna go get my CDs. There it is, Sonic CD. But you're the one that picked the free play, anyways. No, I was. I think David picked the free play. So was it? I I picked the free play. They don't want to theme. I make my own theme with Sonic CD and Blackjack and hookers. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so um, I, like so many of us, have never played Sonic CD. So I don't. I really don't know a fucking thing about it. Um, it's it is really cool. So it was made at the same time as Sonic Two, but then got delayed a little bit and released a little bit after Sonic Two. Ah. So there's things where it's like they clearly got the memo about stuff Sonic Two was up to, but then did it different. Nice. Like they have a spin dash, but it's a really weird version of the spin dash that like <laughs> it's not like the other game. Interesting. <laughs> uh, and then there's no tails. It's like they just forgot to do that. I'm gonna move. We want more characters. Well, no. <laughs> it's then, too late. And then that's the only Genesis game that has the super peel out move, which is pretty cool. Uh, oh. Where instead of holding down and jump to do a spin dash, you hold up and jump and you do a running start. Which oh, is, I... you know, pretty similar, but. <laughs> I did but, not know such a move existed. Yeah, that's cool. cool. They use that in some of the later Game Gear games, like Sonic Chaos. Hmm. And then anytime you see like a Sonic ROM hack on the internet, they always add that move into it. 
Always. <laughs> Always. It's their favorite thing. Isn't there also time travel in that game? Yeah, there's a time travel mechanic, and that was pretty cool. So you could uh, go back into the past and find... Could like, you there stop are two the JFK like if well, there is that one level where Mecha Sonic is trying to. Or I'm sorry, Metal Sonic is trying to destroy JFK, and you gotta stop him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but no, so yeah, you can you go back in time, and there's a uh, machine that is turning animals into robots, and so you can go back and stop that, and that'll give you the good future for that level. Hmm. So it's kind of neat. Every zone has four uh, music themes: there's past, present, good future, bad future. So you and if you go back in time and play the right music, your parents get together, and that <laughs> leads to the good outcome, right? Yes. Sonic goes back to the fifties, invents Chuck Berry, and uh, <laughs> no, you, you it's your cousin, Sonic Berry. <laughs> you, no, you only get the good ending if you open the car door and punch Robotnik in the face and stop him from trying to sleep oh, with yeah. Amy Rose. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Oh, dude. 88 miles per hour fast. Dude. Okay, Sonic the Hedgehog slash Back to the Future crossover fan movie needs to be made yeah. right now. Because, yeah, Sonic would just run himself into the past. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, better get going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gone. Oh, I wonder if he's in the future. Oh my god. And <laughs> for Back to the Future 2, Rhodes. We don't need roads. And it's just tails, and he's holding Sonic. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. Uh, well, fuck yeah. yeah uh, other, other oddities, instead of, chaos, instead of Chaos Emeralds, they have Time Stones. That's weird. Not, it's very like it. weird. I don't like, like I said, it at all. It's like they had one phone call at the beginning, and then never talked again. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> we don't fucking care. Put some time travel or something in it. Just yeah. make it. <laughs> Just do it. Shit. So just imagine they well, bring like their cool. finished copy of Sonic 2. It's like, yeah, this is the game that we got. And the whole Sonic CD team is, oh, 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 huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Listen, oh, fuck. It's, uh, it's a good, good effort. <laughs> should talk more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We really should have been introduced years ago. <laughs> uh, could have been hanging out making these games. Well, cool. So... Shit, man, that's seven down. This is the last game, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, man. Goddamn. Here we go.
Yes. 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 like it yeah i know you would jazzy excellent choice by the way thank you thank you so trivia for this one among other ideas the developers discussed the possibility of attaching drills to the vehicles that would allow travel through hard surfaces and the ground to add a subterranean element to the game this idea was not used
Sweet. That's fucking badass. Indeed. I know David's raring to go. Jesse and John, how you feeling? Uh, not good, but I have I an answer. I think I know it. <laughs> hit it, hit it, Jesse. What do you got, man? Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. No. Play Fighter 63 and a third. No. Mario Kart 8. That's correct. <laughs> Great job, David. That's Mario Kart 8? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's the newest uh, newest Mario Kart, and it's fucking awesome. You know, I feel terrible one... because I've played the fuck out of that game. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I changed songs several times this week. That's the freedom of not having a theme. And I literally last night was playing Mario Kart 8 with some people, and I'm like, I really need this music. That should be the music. Change it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I uh, stayed up late last night, editing those songs down and putting them in place of the old songs that I chose. And, uh, man, I fucking love Mario Kart. Those games are just... I mean, everybody knows Mario Kart's fun, but you know, yeah. they, really, they really got it right with Mario Kart 8. Like, uh, I don't know, just, they, you know, I guess they're sticking with the formula forever now of, uh, having some old tracks and some new tracks. And, uh, yeah, all the, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't mind it if it gets us more tracks, (laughs) because, uh, you know, the game, it's just so much fun. The, The courses are really well designed. Uh, you know, the racing is just fucking tight. It doesn't have quite, like, the, uh... You know, item variety I really like from, you know, say something like Double Dash. Um, but, you know, it's got so much customization with the with the cards, you can really just tweak your stuff around to uh, be whatever you want it to be. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I fucking love Mario Kart. So, I, uh, I had to include it. You know, and, the, you know, Nintendo's been doing it right with music for the last couple of years. Because, man, on their big releases, they're using some real fucking serious instrumentation. Like, you know, they're not fucking around with midis and shit. You know, they're getting people, you know, they're getting fucking swing bands in the studio and just recording fucking Nintendo music, and it's awesome. Yeah. You know, and you can tell they're they're putting their heart all over it, so... It's good. It's real good. Um, yeah, shit, man, what is there to say about Mario Kart that hasn't already been said? Yeah, it's... It's a great yeah. game. I don't think Favorite Mario Kart 8 track. Fucking badass game. Favorite Mario Kart 8 track... Uh, Mount Wario. Uh, that last track we just listened to. That was Bowser's Castle, and that's a, that's like a close second because Bowser's Castles are always fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I like the um, it's like the electronic music one where you Electrodome. drive around the piano. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or wait, there's there's the Electrodome, which is like pink and green and yeah, you know, all techno out. Yeah, and then there's the music park from like 3ds, which is uh, yeah. also pretty fun. But uh, yeah, I mean you know, and they. Uh, Apparently, in developing, they were. Didn't get my chance. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I thought you were just asking us. (laughs) No, it's just like a generous like, because you're like, what what needs to be said? It's like, favorite track. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Shy guy falls. Yes, that one is sweet. Yeah, I love the game just because the way they play with like the perspectives and things. It's kind of funny. Like Nintendo made a big deal about like, oh, you're driving on the ceiling and all this stuff, but like, you're pretty much it's always just Mario Kart. You're driving straight forward and doing your thing. But, you know, the only thing that changes is, like, everything around you. You get some really cool views. You know, like like David said, Shy Guy Falls, you're driving up a waterfall and then back down a waterfall. Like, that's pretty cool. That's um, what I love about that when it's, like, 
when when they say it's like, oh yeah, the the anti gravity, you'll be driving up the walls and on the ceiling and everything. But you play it, and it's like, yeah, whatever. It's just like Mario Kart. And then you watch the replay of the match, and you're like, wow. Yeah. I went all exactly. over the place. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's where it really comes in. The Mario Kart TV, you know, you can, and I love that you can like edit your replays and put them on YouTube and stuff because. You know, I had some fucking epic slash silly finishes in that game that I needed to share with people. I kind of wish it was easier to do that, you know, on the reg, because I had some really good ones last night when I was, you know, preparing for this show. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm fucking awesome at this. Ha-ha. People need to know. But, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, real quick about the trivia. The idea that they would add drills to the carts so you could go through the ground, um, that sounds stupid. Like, and <laughs> That's why, I guess, the uh, All-Stars transformed, because they had all the right. different cart variations. Yeah, and see, I didn't want to mention that they were doing that because, you know, in Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS, they did the underwater carts and the hang gliders, so they were like, well, we can just put drills on them and have them drive through the ground, <laughs> and then, you know, somebody, thankfully, was like, no, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> like, you know, Shut up, Tim. We're... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think the you know driving on the ceiling and just you know I think that really opened up a uh, a lot of possibilities in the in the courses and in like in the classic courses as well because you know like you take something like Toad's Turnpike and all of a sudden you can drive up on you know the sides of the walls to avoid all the traffic. It's the slowest way to go through the course, but you don't get hit by any cars. So you know you do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, I just love the game. The music's great tracks are great the downloadable content is great you know they uh added all kinds of new tracks and new characters you know question for everybody since they added like link and the animal crossing characters do you think that's one step closer towards mario kart 9 possibly just going super smash kart oh my god that would be amazing all nintendo levels not necessarily mario stuff because you know diddy kong would have to have his plane yeah and, you know, there's just, if you just open you know, the game Kirby up, would have a warp star. Yes. And just think of the levels you could do if you just incorporated all the other games. Because, like, you know, yeah. the Hyrule level was okay. The Animal Crossing level was cute. It was alright. But, like, man, if there was, like, a Metroid level, a fucking Star Fox level, you know, just all these different, you know, Kirby level, and, you know, oh, the possibilities well, you know, the, just endless. The Hyrule level was fun. The Animal Crossing level was fun. The two F-Zero levels were amazing. Yes. The Excite Bike level was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Somehow they made a captivating level out of an Excite Bike track, which is just a uh. giant oval. <laughs> but yeah, they, they need to uh, they need to continue to explore those options, because, uh, yeah, they're just fantastic. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's my vote for the future. Super Smash Kart. Make it happen, Nintendo. So, Cool, 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 cool. That's the end of the game. Um, up, 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 up. Johnny, where's our tabulating the score? There it is. Shit, he's on it. Johnny's on top of this. <laughs> tabulating the scores. David has the most points at the end of the game. However, one of his points is a question mark because he said the Final Fantasy MMO. <laughs> so. <laughs> I sadly have to default to the person with the second most points, me. You know, I don't like declaring myself the winner. <laughs> but, That's not uh, true. I mean, I, you know, whatever. Damn I, you, you know. semantics. <laughs> exactly. Somebody else declare me the winner, quick. 
John, John I declare you the winner. Hey, <laughs> thanks, guys. That feels really great. You know, that gives me an opportunity to use the uh, the theme idea that I came up with last week that uh, that I didn't get to use. This so, dicks. um, huh? Dicks? Yeah, no, that that you know, games featuring <laughs> dicks. That's the theme. Good night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's technically like any game starring a male character, right? Oh yeah. I was thinking Custer's Revenge. Yeah, exactly. Just any any game with a swinging dick. Beat him yeah. and eat him. <laughs> There's that uh, DLC for uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, I think. Yes. Yeah, hot coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, where you can do the naked cartwheels. Yes. Well, that's more taint than anything. As a Metal Gear Solid expert, I have to clarify that. You don't games see a dick. Games it's featuring taint. Games featuring Raiden's taint. Yeah, you know, go. <laughs> uh, no, but I, you know, I had an idea last week because uh, last week was my fourth wedding anniversary. I got married in March of 2012. Oh, congratulations! So, Yay! Shut up, you that. So my idea was only games released since my wedding. So that's going to be the theme: games released on or after March 4th of 2012, my wedding anniversary. Boom! That's the theme. So sweet. Bust out your modern knowledge, Johnny. You know, how, many, <laughs> how many Sega CD games can you name from 2012 and beyond? You said March 12th. March uh, March 4th of 2012. 4th. But I, you know, it's all pretty. Uh, just let's go with March 2012 and beyond. So yeah, that's damn. The theme. I wish I hadn't used Bayonetta this week. <laughs> really shot through a lot of uh, a lot of good games. But yeah, so um, you know, great game tonight, guys. Super size show, great eighth episode. Um, you can find us on Twitter at GTT Pod. Find us on Facebook by searching for Game That Tune. We're turning up on Instagram a little bit at Game That Tune. Uh, go to the website BakeAwayToys.com for this and our other podcast projects, including the Parks and Recreation discussion show Purdcast. And the uh, currently defunct but possibly on the upswing Chief Pig'em Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, find us on iTunes and rate us. Uh, I rate us great. Um, <laughs> you, know, you can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can follow Jesse at... Sega underscore legend. Yep. You can follow Johnny at... JP Regan JR. And you can follow David at... DFD Fleming. Excellent. So, until next time, everybody, this has been Game That Tune. Johnny, hit us with that outro music.
Bayonetta is copyright 2009 Platinum Games Inc. Earthworm Jim is copyright 1994 Interplay. Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 is copyright 2006 Atlas. Metal Gear Rising Vengeance is copyright 2013 Konami Digital Entertainment Incorporated. Mega Man 6 is copyright 1993 Capcom. Final Fantasy 11 is copyright 2002 Square Enix. Sonic CD is copyright 1993 Sega. Mario Kart 8 is copyright 2014 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Nintendo Land is copyright 2012 Nintendo of America Incorporated. I don't... Oh, okay. <laughs> We're gonna edit it in and post, you idiot. <laughs> You have one job. Yeah, just act like you have some outro music. God. Here we go. And that was the outro.